0: That's it. I'm quitting the show. It's over. What? I'm not. No, no, it's over. I'm not going to be you. Like, if you want to, if you want to hear me next week on next week's episode, tough. Uh, I'm not, it's not happening.
1: What do we do, folks? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and bailing to to learn how to rock more insight less. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. That was a little joke moment because i won't be on next week's podcast because i'm going to the damn beach yep gotta love it for i was i would say r&r but it's literally my entire family and all of like the kids and the grandkids and the nieces and the nephews i will not be relaxing Uh, i will be refereeing um other people's kids on top of mine that's uh that sounds like fun it's gonna be something Mm. it will be fun we'll have a good time
1: yeah yeah uh how's it going man You know, okay, um, last week I had uh, the beginnings of a cold. Right now I have the ends of a cold. The time between has not been pretty. Um, You know, I I realized my um, whole system here has not had to confront any viruses for the last year and a half. and so
0: Yeah, I mean, we we said that last time. It was like, you know, it's crazy Ah. when you spend an entire year covered up in a mask, how susceptible you are to things once things kind of go back to normal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, anyway, so it was um it was a whole thing. I had to cancel um a colon ratio on Sunday and then um there was some miscommunication behind it, but we also canceled the trivia on Wednesday. Um wasn't just how I was feeling, but it was a happy accident because I was not hundred percent. I'm still not fully hundred yeah. percent. Um but I'm certainly on the mend. Do you um let me ask you this. So when I called to cancel my Sunday colon ratio, um yep. First of all, I hate that. I really hate canceling. I have oh, been yeah. sick a lot of times, um, and this was just—I was in a place on Sunday. I just couldn't push through it. It was it was not going to go well. Um, I have a practice that I don't know the the reaction I get to it makes me think that it's not a common practice, but it really, really ought to be. And that is, yeah. when I cancel, I offer to replace myself. Oh yeah. So you For know, sure. the, yeah. Any of you, you who aren't don't know what I'm talking about you know, you probably have connections that are people who could put on a show in your place. And, um, it's not just polite, it's professional to, to offer the venue. Like, listen, I got a bunch of people I could reach out to. Do you want me to try and do that? Sometimes I'll say no, but a lot of times in this case it was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I had, I gave him 24 hours notice, which is less than I would want, but I was being optimistic up until that moment. Um, And I ended up getting a a buddy of mine who plays acoustic and does a great job and went in there and killed it. And they had, you know, hit it off with the manager there who I've hit it off with and they have a great new relationship. And so I was able to be the guy to connect them. And so it it all works out for the, for the positive. It's a win, win, win. Um, Right. What sucks is to say, Hey, sorry, I can't do it. Bye. Book me again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. So.
0: Yeah. You know, this is one of those things where you, uh, as musicians and being insecure about your abilities, you feel hesitant Uh to give opportunities away. Right. Because if, you know, it's the whole, if somebody else is winning, that means that I am losing. Right. Uh, which is not the case. Right. And ultimately you doing the right thing actually raises your, you know, your stock Uh and doesn't lower it. Right. So, uh, you were there to provide a solution and that solution worked out. And so, you know, instead of them being like, man, I really can't trust that Dan fella. Yeah. They're like that damn fella. He's all right. Yeah. He came through. So yeah. sorry. He feels bad, but he came through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say finding uh, a, a sub for yourself is the literal least you could do. <laughs> yes. 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 Although
1: when I've, every time I've done it, 201 every time I've had to do it the venue's been like wow thanks so much it really like I, I don't think they're used to that maybe maybe cancellations don't happen very often and it's just a handling it right is a I don't know I hope it's not as uncommon as it feels
0: yeah i mean like you said you, you there's there's been plenty of situations where you were willing to push through and and do it yes. do it needed to be done yes. But yeah, I, I can definitely, I, I have, I've been on one occasion, I have said I could do something and then realized I couldn't. Uh, but it was one of those things where it was like far out enough. And I was like, I did, I was able to kind of ask around and get it taken care of. Uh, and that felt super cruddy. Um, but, you know, these things, they happen. Sure. We are, you know, nobody's perfect. Indeed. So let's see. Indeed. What do you um, up to? Well... I did the uh, did the church gig on Sunday and uh, recorded a bunch of footage only to use about I would say maybe 30 to 45 seconds of it hmm. for the video that is going to be released tomorrow uh, those of the uh, those of you on patreon uh, got the opportunity to see a sneak preview of that yep. it will be dropping tomorrow um, and it's more or less just kind of a this is what works for me and you know, maybe it's interesting and, and or helpful. Uh, I even made like a short, like 45 second version of it to, uh, post on the other channels as like a, like a teaser. Um, but yeah, um, did that. We did a band rehearsal last night and Um, it went much smoother than last time. Uh, people showed up earlier. We got all of the, um, all the gremlins worked out of the board and uh, had a very productive uh, rehearsal. The, the intent being um, we were going to go through roughly half of the 90-minute set with the transitions and the things that we've been working on uh, for this thing on the 31st. So this was the second of three rehearsals. Everything went very, very smoothly. We actually got done ahead of schedule, um, enough time to go back and tweak a couple things and kind of work through that. So uh, that felt pretty good. Uh, I got the other thing that was very exciting is I got my explorer back from uh, John, who had been working on it for a, over a year at this hmm. point. <laughs> he had given it back, and it something still wasn't right about it. Um, I had tried to i I'd watched the Rick Beato video and the Ratshul video, and everybody talking about you don't need to have heavy strings on your guitar; it's not necessary. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take their advice. And I put nines on this Explorer and it felt like a hot floppy mess huh. and um, just couldn't do it. So I gave it back and, and the, the G string was like ringing against the first fret. So it was like, it was a non-starter. Yeah. Uh, sent it back. He adjusted the neck, put a set of tens on it and it like, it's perfect. Cool, Felt great. Played it uh, last night at rehearsal. And now I like, just want to play it like all the time. That's awesome. Now, have you ever played like a big guitar like that? No,
1: no, that thing has a bigger body than anything I've ever touched.
0: It, it just changes you. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> when you when you have a guitar like that on you, you do you stand like James Hetfield? Like there's, you just can't help it. It's about the balance, it just, right? You, it's like you oh. just take up more space. Yeah. and it, it. Even our music director was like, "I think you should play that thing." It like you're, it makes you bigger. Yeah. Like just, just, just in general, it was, but, uh, yeah, it sounded great. It played great. And so I might, I might do that. I have no reason to play it for an eighties gig. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, it's a, it's a guitar that technically shouldn't exist in an era that it wouldn't have existed in, yeah. but damn, it's sure fun to play Yeah, and it looks real cool. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That's cool. And, uh, let's see, we got the, uh, Rehearsal space kind of dialed in. The rack is gone, so I actually have a little more space in here. You wouldn't know, but like everything that you don't see in frame right now is covered in stuff. Huh. Uh, either from uh, other video things or just still like this. The space is, is very fluid at the moment. It is not moved into. Um, we're still trying to figure out all of the things. Uh, and I'm really, really sad that it doesn't have HVAC because, uh, man, it got real <laughs> hot last night in rehearsal.
1: Well, you do still like, have Elvis behind you. That's the crucial thing.
0: Yes, um, my next, one of the next projects is going to be to find a obnoxiously gilded frame and to hang him in that place of prominence over my left shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and then I have more room to put alcohol because that, that's ultimately that's going to be a coffee and bar scenario that's behind great. me. Yeah, it's perfect. And I, you, I don't know if you can see, it, but the, the amps are back too. I do see them. They're, they're, they're lovely. So uh, they're purely furniture at the moment, but it's nice to have them back. Sure. So, uh, yeah, um, definitely been chasing down some leads, got some contracts uh, going out in the next couple of days. Uh, we currently, I think I've got four four potential gigs up in the air, um, all really well-paying, good things. Good. And then uh, something that I want to uh, hop into for the main conversation. Um, so, yeah, things are going pretty good. Love it. And, you know, I'll I'll have a week to uh, kind of disconnect from it and hopefully come back fresh and ready to uh, jump in with both feet. Yep. Very good. And get things going. Very good.
1: All right. Well, speaking of jumping in with both feet, why don't we get right into your topic?
0: Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I was hoping that, you know, this being the first day of Nam, we'd have stuff to talk about, nothing to talk about. Yeah. Really, nobody except for Boss announced anything. It was the, uh, they announced like a synth guitar. It's like a $2,200 Boss guitar. With like a polyphonic synth engine in it. I don't know. Yeah. It's not really. I'll tell you, I used to play really to
1: one of those um, uh, guitars that had the piezo pickups that could drive uh, a synth pedal. And um, it was okay. It was all right. But the guitar sounds were only so-so. They were simulated guitar sounds. Right. And so I had to get rid of that and for, in favor of some better modeling at some point. That, that The trade-off of being able to do a flute or a synth sax or something just wasn't worth cruddy guitar sounds. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I think the this one is like a it's well first of all I think it's all built in. Uh-huh. So it's it's all in in the guitar. Uh-huh. There's no floor component to it and it's got a like a stereo option. So huh. you have a you have a guitar output and a synth output. Yeah. So they can be separate or together. Yeah. And I had mentioned earlier in the Slack channel about the um the Alex Lifeson signature Epiphone yeah. that I thought was a really good deal. It's like 899 um with You know, it's got the ghost, uh, the LR Bags Ghost Piezo Piezo system in a Floyd Rose on a Les Paul, which is pretty freaking cool if you ask me. So, anywho, guys, I want to talk about your voice, Hmm. but not the voice that comes out of your mouth when you speak or when you're singing a song. I'm talking about the voice that comes out of your fingers when you're communicating with people mm. on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. So we're both in the business world. Yes. I think you would agree. I would agree. <laughs> and there's there, you know, in corporate, whatever, there is a level of decorum and a certain kind of communication that is standard. Yes. Um, um, not necessarily formal or anything like that, but you know you are trying to convey a level of confidence and competence, and not trying to uh, come across as uh, rude or you know inconsiderate or those kinds of things. I think that in personal emails and personal correspondence online, you people don't necessarily have that same level of concern or uh, forethought. Into those kinds of communications, yeah, and I think it's very easy for people to um, put a version of themselves out there that may not be the best representation mm-hmm. of oneself or one's band or what have you, yeah. And before I, you know, when I was doing original music, I, I used to volunteer for a uh, for a music conference that was in Atlanta, and part of that process was was processing. Um, the applications Mm -hmm. which were all done online so you would end up people would fill out forms and send emails and make phone calls and stuff and i heard every like anything that you could possibly do wrong (laughs) when trying to communicate with somebody who could do something good for you right was like present on a daily if not hourly basis gotcha and it's, it's so easy to come across the wrong way when you don't have the context clues of somebody being in front of you Mm -hmm. and you know you have pioneered the whole concept of gig hunting i'm going to go in i'm going to shake hands i'm going to talk to a person face to face and i'm going to give them the experience that they are going to get when i come to their venue and i perform for them right it is very difficult i think to do that uh through an email yes And so, you know, for you, you're like, I'll just cut out the middleman and see them myself. That's right. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there, um, especially with the situation that a lot of bands are in where they want to get back out there but haven't just yet. I think that there is the – there's definitely an opportunity to come across as – uh, needy and or desperate mm-hmm. and or unprofessional and or what have you other words that describe uh, negative things that you know people associate with uh, musicians cold calls and uh, those kinds of things yeah uh, and I want to uh, I, I hadn't even thought about this uh, until something that happened literally yesterday at like 5 15 p.m. okay here's the story so in our within walking distance of my house there is a downtown area um, that contains uh, bars and restaurants and um, city hall and shops and all kinds of things and one of the things that just came like the there's been a lot of construction down there and so a bunch of a bunch of like construction fences have dropped in the past couple of weeks one of them is for a boutique hotel Mm -hmm. walking distance from my house i when i go in the morning for my jog uh i i walk i go by it every single day um and i went over to the Facebook page and just kind of was looking to see when they were opening just because I want to go in there that looks like a really neat place and found out that there is going to be a restaurant slash performance venue in this hotel. Sweet. It is um, I don't know if these places have made their way into every single market. There's a couple of them in uh, in the Atlanta area. It's basically you get a thing that's it's like blank social. And inside of this blank social, you're going to have uh, a restaurant, a bar, some kind of um, indoor activity, whether it's billiards or bowling or what have you. Uh, But it's it's supposed to be like a high end, sophisticated Mm -hmm. experience uh, around some kind of sporty thing. Yeah. So um, in Nashville, there's one called Pinewood Social. As far as I know, they were kind of like the first ones to do it. In Atlanta, there's like five of them, uh, this being another one. But yeah. now it's right by us. So then I go onto their Facebook page and I'm like, well, you know, they're advertising live music six nights a week. Wow. What is that all about? Huh. So uh, again, doing some Google food, trying to figure out what's going on, who to contact. And in on the Facebook page, someone goes... If you are interested in this, contact this person. They are in charge. They are our talent uh, coordinator Mm. for the venue. Yeah. So I was like, all right. I mean, you know, at this point, I've gotten used to sending emails, cold emails out to people. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And so it was like three sentences. It was like, hey, how's it going? Uh, I wanted to introduce myself here's my name here's the name of my company here's what we do uh, I'm really looking forward to this place opening uh, it is I'm an alpha you know I'm a, I'm a resident of the area and you know can't wait to you know have a, a new place to check out if you are in need of a particular set of entertainment options uh, please check out my website I think you know we might be able to help you out with some things uh, if not I'm looking forward to going there and You know, if not for entertainment purposes, but just as a patron, because it looks really cool. Nice. Hope you have a great week. My name. Yeah. And send it off. It's probably one of 15 emails like that I, I send in a given week. Yeah. Just, you know, just in general. And... So I uh, I wrap up my day at the office. I'm you know packing up and I get in the car and uh, my phone rings and it's literally the person from the the literally like the person cool that I just emailed like yeah. less than twenty minutes ago. That's great. And uh, he calls me he calls me up and uh, we we kind of exchange pleasantries. There was a there's a definitely a component of do I know you from somewhere? Your name sounds familiar. My name sounds familiar. Um, we danced around that for a little bit. Couldn't figure it out. Um, but he basically was like there was something about your email that struck me and i don't want you i'm I'm literally doing the thing he told me not to do Mm. uh i I don't want people to think that um they can just email me and i will immediately call them back but there's something about the way that you uh something in the tone of your email that made me feel like it was worth pursuing uh so we talked a little bit and you know apparently i i was I, i came at it with the right energy yeah and so they looking at two potential opportunities, one of which would be like a three month standing weekly event that my bands would do mm. or potentially doing all of their Saturday night entertainment wow. you know, for the foreseeable future. Wow. And not necessarily performing every single Saturday, but finding either having one of our bands do uh, things there or, you know, filling those spots when we weren't available. Yeah. Um and it literally just fell completely into my lap out of nowhere because of a three sentence email. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and I you know, this the the tone prompted a call back and prompted a conversation. So that's that's probably some interesting feedback to sort of dig in on. So what would you say was the tone?
0: Well, honestly, I think it was one, I'm excited about this in general. Right. I think that I may be able to help you. If you are interested, check this out. And if you think that this is a good fit, let's talk. Right. If not, doesn't really matter. I'm stoked on this place opening because I just want to go there. Yep. Yep. And that's basically it. And
1: how do you think that contrasts against the thousands of emails in this person's inbox?
0: Uh, I think it it contrasts in a, in a couple of ways. First of all, uh, I wasn't, I didn't come, uh, I didn't come with any sort of intensity. Right. I think intensity can be something that uh, is hard to, uh, hard to process. Yes. And isn't necessarily welcome yes. in all circumstances. <clears throat> yep. Uh, I, I came, um, the energy was basically just, it, it's, well, I, I will tell you this, what ended up, I think sealing the deal as far as him thinking that this was a good idea was I said, and I've mentioned this before in, in previous episodes, um, the Donald Miller story brand kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Like my job isn't to be the hero for your situation. You're the hero. I'm just here to help you if I can. And he was like, I don't know if you've read that. I don't know if you've read Donald Miller, but that's straight out of StoryBrand. I was like, "Yeah, no, I, I really like that book." And he's like, ah, "I knew it." So uh, I I think there was there there were it was a bunch of fortuitous things kind of all lining up, but it it really boiled down to uh, knowing how to position myself, how to um, communicate in a way that was confident but not overbearing or pushy slash desperate yep. and having the, uh, confidence to completely wash my hands of the situation if it wasn't, it, it wasn't a good fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now there, there are a couple other things that I hear in addition that I just think are worth noting. Okay. So one, L- is, lay it on me.
0: Yeah. One is it was
1: personal, right? It was personal. I can't tell you, you know, early in my career, part of what had me give up on email as as an approach here is that um, at some point I realized I was copying and pasting four unsolicited paragraphs of how great I am, right? And, you know, altering the first sentence and the last sentence a little bit. Um, Totally impersonal. Clearly a copy paste. Like not, nobody's going to sit and retype that on each, you know, each email. They're they're clearly sending a big old shotgun blast full of emails out there in the world. This wasn't that. This was, Hey, I'm, I'm digging what you're doing and maybe I can help. And if not, I'm still digging what you're doing. Like it was, it was personal. It was excited about the opening. Um, you know, this person's probably excited about the opening too. So it like struck them in where they are, reached out and found them and, and expressed something similar between you. Um, you know, it, although it happened in person, the conversation that I had with the manager at the Bull City Cider Works, the place that I'm now just, just booked my whole life up, um, <laughs> first time we met, he walked me walked me back into this big open space in the back that I've known well from the former tenant of that place. But he gave, he gave me his whole plans for like, look, we're going to put HVAC in here and sprinklers and get it to code and this is going to be a whole venue. And like, it was really – he was excited about it and I was like – yeah, you are. This can be amazing, right? And so, to 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 align our excitement about something is a really powerful thing. Really powerful yeah. thing. Um, you know, and then you you didn't the other the other thing about four unsolicited paragraphs is it is a it's a really big ask from someone who owes you nothing to like yeah. even confront my paragraphs, right? You kept it really tidy. And, and it was really generous. It was a really generous communication that didn't ask for anything. It only offered and it aligned your excitement with theirs. And, um, yeah, it was just really, really, uh, really good.
0: You know, in the moment it didn't, it felt like nothing. It was just a thing that I, but I, I knew, I knew that it was just as likely that, you know, it got, it it went into a spam folder and never got open. Yes. And, and you were okay with easy, that. You were legitimately yeah, okay. With exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. You you have to be. Yeah. And it's easy to think about that as a way that, like, well, none of this matters, so I should be able to say whatever I want. That's not really right. how you should be approaching. It's more like, you know, this is that again, abundance mindset, open handed, you know, just kind of approach to things where I can I can make things happen by not being so precious Mm -hmm. about things it's that whole thing where you know talking about we were talking sorry this is this was a this was a pre-show conversation (laughs) that we were having um about uh about dating you know the guys who are like hey i think you're kind of cool you know if you want to go out that's cool if not i hope you have a good night see like those are the ones that typically get calls back and, and and you know get the get the date because they're not so thirsty. Yeah. And it's it's hard to not be thirsty when you're when you when you're thirsty. Yeah. I mean let's be honest. Yeah. Uh so that I, I don't know if there's any lesson in there other than make sure that when you are approaching uh, potential partners, clients, uh, customers, that you are there to uh to be to be a to be a helper and not necessarily the hero of their situation. Yeah.
1: Your job is to provide a solution to a problem. They they got a problem called six nights a week. Yeah. And you are now a solution to that.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And the other thing, the other thing just worth noting about don't be so thirsty. (laughs) Fellas, being not thirsty is not a tactic. You can't, you're not going to win the thing you want by putting on Not Thirsty. Right. Right? That's that is that's inauthentic and it smells from a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. But you legitimately so, were like, look, I think it'd be cool to be part of this. And I, I think it's cool either way, but I think it'd be cool to be part of this. Let, maybe yeah. if you think so, let's talk. There was no agenda. Yep. You know, it's totally
0: up front. So, and again, we're still... Talking back and forth, no deals have been made, no handshakes, no money's changed hands, and the whole thing could completely fall fall apart. Sure. From my perspective, it's still a matter of I mean, this place is gonna be open and I can walk to it and you know, Tuesday night's date night. Yeah. And you best believe that like when this hotel opens, like we are gonna be up in its guts yeah. uh on the regular just because it- Something new and uh, And we want to, we want to, yeah, exactly. Especially for like old people like us, like like a fancy hotel. Yeah. So close by. Yeah.
1: Listen, I mean, similarly, the other thing about the cider works, I connected them with a friend of mine who is opening a bakery and doing this like really amazing, super decadent dessert things. So I introduced the two of them and she's doing a pop up there on Friday. And so I let him know, like, we're going to come up and have dinner from the food truck. There's a wings truck that I'm really excited about. And we're just going to spend Friday night up there. And, um, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go be a participant in what you're doing even when it's not my show happening. And I'm yep. I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. Anytime that you can be an advocate for other people, I mean, that's that's raising your yeah. uh you know if you wanna if you wanna do like the whole like woo-wah thing, it's you know, you're raising your your karmic like value. Yeah, you know, the, the less debt that you are uh in in putting out into the world uh And the more that you're pouring into it, you know the the better the better off you are, yeah, I'm hoping that you know by doing this show we are increasing our you know our goodwill and uh sharing oh, universes as big at this point man i don't know dude i didn't i i didn't think that until I heard the bumper for <sighs> this week's episode, yeah i Guys, I'm I'm so excited for you to hear uh, I'm I, I've never been so excited for for an episode to be over. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for true. a good reason, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, I the the uh at the end of the day, I think the the moral of the story is go into every situation uh trying to be the solution to a problem and not the uh I don't know the hero or the. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say it. Well, right if you come
1: in needing something from them, you're just another problem. Right. This there person also has a problem called an email box full of jerks. Right. De- making demands. So yes,
0: time. be a solution, not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And and know the difference. Yep. In the way that you talk. Yep. The story brand thing is is that you know everybody thinks that their company or their band or their brand needs to be the hero of the story. But in reality, the customer is the hero. Right. You're the guide. Right. That's what you need to be. Right. So go into all business communications as the guide, as let the person who is having the thing or the venue, with show or whatever, let them be the hero.
1: The bride and for just sure.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. And just do that. I, yeah, that's it. That's simple. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, You know, thinking about doing a a three month standing event is kind of terrifying (laughs) logistically, you know, trying to get schedules and headcount and stuff. Um, I was a little concerned about whether Amber would go for it. And she was like, Well, like, do you want me to host? And I was like, Yeah, that would be great. She's like, Yeah, I'm 100% in on this. I was like, They also had a Saturday thing. She's like, Honestly, I'd rather be Thursday. I was like, Really? Okay. You know, for us, it probably it hopefully means that we're not out all hours of the night because yes. it is, you know, a residential, you know, suburban area. So hopefully, it's not like buck wild till like two a.m. Yeah, and I will probably, tell you that it's not. hard
1: to beat a commute that's like down the block. I've played some places yep. that are down the block from where I live. It's pretty great,
0: for sure. So yeah, time will tell. Very good. In the meantime, you know, I got uh, I got bags to pack and.
1: Beaches to go to. Sun,
0: sunscreen to liberally apply to my pasty white body. It's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. Excellent. I hope you guys all enjoy that visual picture. Yes, yeah. And whatever, whatever
1: I accomplish next week, we'll find out. I don't even I don't have a plan <laughs> right now. We'll, we'll see.
0: It's, it's, it's a surprise. It is such a surprise that even Dan is surprised by it. I
1: am. I'm already shocked.
0: You're keeping it from yourself.
1: If there wasn't it to keep from myself, I would be.
0: Wow. Yeah. Can't wait. Deep. If there is a live stream, you best believe I will crash it and be very obnoxious. <laughs> That's good. That's just my move. That's what Fair. I like to do. Fair. Uh, ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, lots of exciting things on the horizon. Uh, but really, I'm just glad that it seems that everybody is doing well. Yeah. Um, conversations all seem to be positive. Uh, lots of talk about um, purchasing new gear. Uh, lots of PA talk. Uh, just in general, I feel like. There's, I think people are starting to look at the, it's time to level up thing. Uh, if you ever have questions about those kinds of things, feel free to hit us up. You can email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. Or, you know, you could give us an old ring on the phone. But you know what? I don't think I can do a good enough job. No, we need to I bring it to gonna... So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to formally introduce you to one of our patrons, Mr. Adam Moskowitz of the VAM band. He's going to take us out for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From
1: Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray.
0: You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of July 15th, 2021.
2: And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the VAM band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Coverband Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so, this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy. On their patreon page for real send them some digital coins and when you do that you'll get access to the slack back channel which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band the wins the losses the behind the scenes goodness if you play at least once a month for money all i'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to questions comments hit up the facebook group send a text or voicemail to their hotline that's 404-491-0910 you can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com if you'd like you can find my band on instagram facebook at vamband that's V A M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VanBand.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing!